DJ TGIF. Pat, that's a cool name. You got three, four letters. Hey, man, it's your boy Waka Flocka. I'm in the building with DJ TGIF. I love, I love DJ TGIF. It's Big Sean, good music. I'm kicking it with my homie, that's right. My dog, man, TGIF. Man, you gotta let these fools know what it is, man. This, this, this is the hype life. What up, y'all? It's J. Cole, Cold World. I'm rocking out with my man, TGIF. Yo, what up? It's your boy, Mick Millie. Right here, kicking it with my dog, DJ TGIF. It's your boy Fresh Montana Right now you're rocking with DJ T-G-I-F Yo, this is Miguel and you are in the mix With my man T-G-I-F It's Lupe Fiasco hanging out with T-G-I-F T-G-I-F This is the Hype Life Watchin', so I gotta keep the rocket Blah. Neck, water, faucet, water Market, birds, market Ooh. And pint, stockin' Nets keep biting Nets. Wrist on hockey hockey. Wrist on rocket rocket. Lot of niggas copy huh. Name someone can stop me No one Bitches call me poppy Bitch, Sachi, that's my hobby Sachi, got it on the molly Pocket rocket from a rally One off in the chamber Ain't no need for me to cock it uh-uh. Niggas get the droppin' When that Draco get the all I want is cottage, roll up, cigar, full of broccoli, cookie, no check, one all cash, nigga, I don't do deposits, uh-uh, bitches cross the border, nigga, bitches from the tropics, I'ma get that bag, nigga, ain't no doubt about it, yeah, I'ma feed my family, nigga, ain't no way around it, family, ain't gon' never let up, nigga, got set, show my talent, show, young nigga, with the anna, walking with the hammer, talking country grammar, nigga, straight out North Atlanta, no side, young nigga, poppin' with a pocket, full of Kimo, stop it, chopper, aim it, and your noggin Had to cut the audit, then the top I had to chop it skr, skr. Niggas pocket watchin', so I gotta keep the rockin' uh, Mama told me uh, not to sell word Mama, 17, 5, same color t-shirt White. Mama told me uh, not to sell word Mama, 17, 5, same color t-shirt Mama told me, Mama, not to sell. Mama told you, I love CGIF. Yo, trap it. No, 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 no. Early in the morning trapping Trap trap, you can get them how you asking How many chickens you can get them Whichever way nigga trap turns Zaxby I beat the pot with a passion Beat it up, hundred acres on the mansion Man, I dab in the latest fashion Eat it up, bitches need a call casting yeah. 
Pull up on them, slap them out with the fire Wet your mama house, wet your grandma house Keep shooting until somebody die So many shots, the neighbor looked at the calendar Thought it was 4th of July You was with your friends playing Nintendo I was playing around with that fire Sound great, I got caught with a pistol Sent me to Pantherville 8th grade, started playing football Then I was like, fuck the field Ninth grade, I was knocking niggas out Nigga like Holyfield Fast forward, nigga 2016 And I'm screaming, fuck a deal Bad bitch with me, she's so thick I don't need me to peel I listened to your raps, thought you was hard You ain't need scream for real Niggas love sneak dissing on Twitter They don't want be for real And now these niggas play like they tough Till a nigga get killed Till a nigga get spilled Till your blood get spilled I'ma at your favorite rapper Shoot him like a John Deere I been with you since day one Savage, I ain't even hate So what's up without that Instagram shit? Savage, I was just playing Y'all pussy nigga fake Bitch, I hang around them Haitians Pull up on you, tie your kids up Pistol whip you while your bitch naked Come on, man, savage, you know I always play your mixtape Yeah, nigga, fuck out that ass, your bitch, how my dick taste Young savage, why you trapping so hard? Why these nigga capping so hard? Why you got a 12-car garage? Why you pulling out these rappers' cars? Who the 
This is the hype life. <laughs> Smoking up my brain cell. Got trapped on numbers. Got everybody wondering how the hell I come back. No summer got back to back to back to back. What's happening? Where you at? Where you at? Hit the bitch on the chirp. No panel with the skirt. Uh, nigga trying to take the work. <laughs> nigga get your ass flop. <laughs> get your ass good down. <laughs> right here, hundred rounds. <laughs> Don't make me have a flat back, nigga. Go buy hundred pounds. <laughs> Drop them out downtown. Smoking air anyway. Y'all niggas in the way. Money be in the case. My hunters hold their breath, nigga, cause they blue in the face. Rough birth talk about it. Don't say anchor bind Louis and Batano. My pajama designer. Yeah. I'm rubbass.com. Buy everything on the counter. Yeah. Everything I got on designer. Diamonds don't look like a fountain. Yeah. I'm rubbass.com. Buy everything on the counter. Yeah. Everything I got on designer. Diamonds don't look like a fountain. Yeah. I'm rubbass.com. Buy everything on the counter. Yeah. Everything I got on designer. Diamonds don't look like a fountain. Yeah. I'm rubbass.com. Buy everything on the counter. Yeah. Everything I got on designer. Diamonds don't look like a fountain. Yeah. I'm rubbass.com. Put everything on the counter. Buy everything on the counter. Shopping bag got me all bounced. Uh, bet a hundred thousand with the Falcon. Lost a hundred thousand with the Falcon. I'ma get it back cause it's natural. I put my ex at the end like mouth. Got crab legs by the gallus. Got lobster tail by the pallets. Walk in the club down Alice. Sipping codeine with the scallops. Got long hair, no weave in it. Swear it was a race I lead, nigga. Yeah, I'm bang IP, nigga. Who me? I'm VIP, nigga. Shop street when I feel like it. I don't really look at the price. Drop crazy with no license. Big scale, nigga, no Pisces. Power up bands start counting. Power up bands by ounce. Really love know how you feel today. Power up bands start bouncing. Oh, power up bands start counting. Buy everything on the counter. Yeah, everything I got on designer. Diamonds don't look like a fountain. Yeah, power up bands start counting. Buy everything on the counter. Yeah, everything I got on designer. Yo, it's the Hype Life Podcast, DJ TGIF. I got a very special guest in the building. Yo. Finally, man. I know, right? It's been it's a long time coming. We've needed to talk some shit for a long time. Definitely. So I got Kobe, a.k.a. Kill Turn Her Kill, a.k.a. Fuck. Kobe Turn Her. Yeah. Shit, we can even go as far as back as fucking K-Sash. <laughs> Word, like, you know, if you've been around, you know what I mean? To people listening, if you've been around, you you already know, you know what I mean? And to- if you haven't been around, this is where you're going to get your introduction at. So, you exactly. know, tell the people who you are and what you do. All right, so, shit, I don't even know what to call myself. I just call myself a creative, you feel me? But I have my hands in a whole bunch of different avenues, you know, from fashion to consulting, blog work, A&R work, styling. I guess that's part of consulting, but whatever. Like that's part of fashion, too. Yeah, exactly. So, like, first and foremost, all right, let's, let's break it down. Let's, what was the first one you said? Um, fashion? Yes. You got, like, four clothing lines, right? Yeah, yeah, about four. Yeah, about four. About four. <laughs> all right, list them all for us. List, list them the- all? All right, so we got the Black Tongue. That's my shit. We have ECW, CWWF. That's, you know, some wrestling uh, streetwear for everybody who grew up being a wrestling fan like like I was. We have the Turn Her Triple X brand, which is a new side project I started. Toast is still helping me out with that. Toast is my partner for word, word, everybody word. who's listening who doesn't Shout know. out to Toast. Yes. Shouts to the ghost. No face killer. Word up. Um, so that's 
three. There's also Root for the Villain. I was about to say, I like that. There's also, oh my god, what's the other one? There's also World Torture, which we launched, but ain't really do a full collection with. We'll mm-hmm. circle back around with that at a later time. And then there's also the Santos brand that I'm helping Santos with himself. So what's that about? Maybe six? Yeah. That's but, a lot. Yes. Yeah, so how, how do you, how do you uh, manage wearing all those different hats for all those different brands? And that's just one of the things that you do. It boils down to the idea that we come up with. Mm. Certain ideas we come up with that we know are tight. We're like, yo, this is tight, but it's not the black tongue. What can we do with this? If it's something that we want to move forward with, we're like, all right, well, we'll make this a Turner idea. We'll make this a Root for the Villain idea. You okay. know, it's all about, you know, the The theme. message of the brand. Exactly. The message of the brand because a, a Root for the Villain message isn't the same as a, the Black Tongue message or isn't the same as the ECW, CW F message. F message. Exactly. Exactly. And that and that's that's pretty much how we, you know, itemize like what idea goes to what and then what idea we even want to work on even more. You know what I mean? I'm a big black tongue fan. Like yes. I'm a big supporter of the brand. You'll see me rocking the hat, you'll see me rocking, you know, the, the pullover joint. Yeah. Like, I got a couple I'm copping that flannel off the new collection, the you, Christmas yes, collection. Do that. Yeah, because that's that's fire. And so like once again, I like having people on the show that I like genuinely fuck with and genuinely like another day one. Like, exactly. You know I mean? Definitely a day one since exactly. sneakies. Oh dude, way, <laughs> way back. So like I said, we're gonna talk a whole bunch of flash shit today. Um you said the second hat was a uh, consulting. Yes, yes. So pretty much with like I kind of fell into that around college, you know, um, just trying things, to be honest. Like when I was in high school, my whole thing as far as fashion started when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Circle to back around when I'm like 13, 14, I started realizing like who I want to be and what I want to do as far as life goes. Mm-hmm. Then as I got older, I'm figuring out like what I want to do within that, you know, because right, everybody right. has their certain purpose within fashion. Right. That's the reason why Kanye and Pharrell are both influential. But they're both two completely completely different different creators. You feel me? So my whole thing was like, I'm really passionate about 90s and 80s vintage clothing. So I was going to stores and I hated the mall at the time. Although I was working at the mall, I hated the mall. So I was going to thrift stores before it was cool and just copping hella shit. And then sometimes I would keep it. Sometimes I would sell it. So when I'm in college, it isn't when snapbacks are popping. Right. I used to cop like hella snapbacks at a time and just hold on to them. I got to college and started selling them shits. So people would just literally come to my crib. And the, the funny thing is, I start, we were also selling tickets to parties at the same time. Lit. That's how so, you gotta do it. So people were coming to the crib to buy tickets. And then they would see my closet and be like, yo, how much shit? shit do you have in here i'm like yo i'm trying to sell some of it (laughs) so so people go through my closet literally shop and then that turned into me picking out outfits for people which started you know styling and that whole personal shopping consulting type thing right 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 now i'm doing a lot of consulting as far as if there's an artist that fucks with me and wants me to help them like you know executive produce their project i'll offer that service if somebody needs help stylistically with visuals for a, a video shoot or even a photo shoot, I offer that service as well. So it's just different services I'll offer. Like, let's say I'm working at a label and I'm, you know, have to work with an artist and that's different. But if it's outside work, then, you know, we'll handle right. it like that. So right, that's right, kind of right. where the consulting part so, comes from. Yeah, so like I've described you as a tastemaker to the tastemakers. 
You can say that. <laughs> you can say that. Because, like, from, from when I met you way back, you was always, like, hip and just on the next wave. Like, knew what was going on on the underground. Just knew how it was going to implement itself in the mainstream. Like, yes. you had the vision from jump. And so, it's like, how do you get a check off that? <laughs> Man, that's that's something that I was trying to figure out at that age. It's something I'm still trying to figure out. <laughs> you know, know what I mean? Because it's, it's tough, bro, because you said I'm a tastemaker to the tastemakers. I can't say shit like that. Right. I'll say shit like that, and people will be like, who the fuck are you? Who do you think you are? Yeah, who do you think you are? And it's just like, damn, all right, now I have to show you my resume. Now I have to show you who I've worked with, who I've come into contact with, who the fuck I know. Right. And but, no and who wants to brag like that sometimes? Sometimes you got to. But sometimes, sometimes you, you really to. gotta talk your shit because exactly. honestly, humility is dope. Mm-hmm. And what I what I want people to understand is that humility and confidence can live together. Like Definitely. you can be humble and still talk your shit. Mm-hmm. Like you can't shrink yourself, man. Like yeah. you can't shrink yourself and deny your greatness. Like if you great talk your shit, tell me how great you are and why you're great. Like and prove it. Exactly. Because once you put that energy out there, now you have no choice but to back it up. Real shit. So with with that being said, though, right? Going back to your question, how you make a how you get a check out of that? You put you got to put yourself out there. You have to put yourself out there. You feel me? And like you said, you can't shrink yourself, and you can't shrink the work you've done and the capability that you know you can do. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's something that I've learned within these last couple of years because, you know, I just I just moved from Albany, what, like last November? So I was still in Albany. Even after college, even after all the shit I was doing in the industry already, I was still in Albany. Right. So just imagine going to the city or going to Philly or, you know, being backstage or whatever at whatever concert and seeing whoever, but then you got to go back to Albany and work a day job. Right. You see what I'm saying? I feel you. So, I just got out of that last year. Right. So, I still know what that's like. <laughs> what I what I what I mean is, and you and you know how it is out here like and all like you can't no matter who you are, no one's going to treat you like you're somebody. Right. Like even even myself, I've amassed a certain level of notoriety in Albany like exactly. DJ TGIF on some completely like honest shit it rings bells it's that nigga in yeah, Albany yeah. like I'm not gonna lie and still people won't give you your just do like exactly. I know people who will but it's the majority of people oh that's Craig from back in the yeah 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 I was like yes I am Craig from back in the day but, but I've I'm, done this I've done this and I've, I- I've ascended to this place exactly and this place is kind of tough to have that professional persona and just like live who you really are because mm-hmm. people always trying to like I hate to say it's a crabs in a barrel kind of place but it's like yo the level that I'm at yeah, yeah eh, exactly like but you know the good part about that is like it's always a sense of um like home feeling too right like, yo making it in Albany like they say if you can make it in New York you can make it anywhere yeah if you can make it in Albany New York you can make it anywhere in the fucking world cause we don't have shit to begin with we don't like, we don't have the platforms, we don't have the venues, we don't have the outlets, we don't have the culture yeah. to create and become something. I'm not going to hold you, bro. The more I go to other places, the more I feel like Albany does have a culture, they just don't know. Right, it's not It's culture. not tied together. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's all a bunch of these like little independent things. Like, yeah. the poetry group is over here, the fashion people over here, the mm-hmm. music people are all in their own separate studios and never come outside but want to perform at shows. 
shows like what the fuck is wrong with y'all, exactly. bro? Like so nobody it's not interconnected yet. And that's one of the things I feel like needs to happen around here. It does need to happen. And I but I also feel like people need to be proud of coming from a place in New York that's not the city. Right. How many like granted, all right, I was born in Long Island, but I grew up out here. When I go to the city, I tell people, yeah, I'm from Albany. Right. When I'm out here, I tell people I'm from Long Island. Because right. everywhere I go, they know I'm not from there. Right. I've spent a lot of time in both places. I can say both. But there's a lot of people I know for a fact that were born in either Albany Med or St. <laughs> Peter's, Peter's. Or the 718 area code. Ex- yo. Bro, I was like, bro, we used to slap box in high school together. You're not going to tell me you got a 212 area code and you're not from here. Yeah. Like, how how all these people from the city now? We're not even Grow gonna, up. We're not even going to get into that. We're going <laughs> to we're gonna stick to what we were what talking, we were talking about. about. I bet. So, yeah, how to make a check off. Like I said, it's just believing yourself and putting yourself out there, you know? I don't like to say you have to be an opportunist, but you, you got to work smart and you got to work hard. Yeah, you know, especially coming out of a small a small town, and use the internet to your advantage. Absolutely, you know that's one of the things I learned at an early age. Like when all my friends was out wilding, you feel me? When they were wilding, I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna see y'all in school, but I got some shit to handle." I was on MySpace, you feel me? And I guess that's how the quote unquote A and R like that took that title like fell in my lap. You know, mm. like I didn't know what an A and R was at thirteen, fourteen. Right. I was just discovering all this new music because I liked listening to shit that. Nobody else knew. Everybody came to me for the next shit. I didn't know I could get a check off that until I was placed around other people who were like, yo, how do you how do you know about this? How do you know about this? Yo, come right for my blog. I'm like, I bet. I don't got shit to do. I'm going to write for your blog. Did that four times. Then started my own blog. And then was just like, all right, this is cool. Then I started getting around more managers, other A&Rs, other artists who were just like, yo, you do fashion, but like, why do you know all these artists? <laughs> right. Like, and then it's just like, all right, fuck it. Let me just try to be an A and R. Like I said, it's not anything you know I sought out to do. It's just something that was kind of placed on my lap. And that's the dopest thing, um, because when it organically happens for you, because it's something that you love to do. Mm-hmm. Like people say, you find a job that you love and you'll never have to work a day in your life. Exactly. That's a fucking lie. Yeah, it is. Because the thing that I love to do is a lot of hard ass work. It's a lot of hours and dedication. But it's gratifying. It's worth it. Mm-hmm. Not I me, mean? because I fit. I have a personal connection to it. So the, when they tell you it's not work, they're fucking lying. Exactly. And and to, fur- to even further that, you know, like I feel like a lot of people they get in they get into certain like uh, fields of occupation for selfish reasons. But especially on a fashion end of it, like you can say whatever you want. Some people do it for selfish reasons. Some people don't. Me personally, like. And I know we'll get into the whole ethos of, like, the black tongue later. Right. But a lot of people think, like, we're, we come from a very selfish place within that. But we're really not. But on the A&R and consulting end, like, we're, that's a real service-based industry. Right. So we're almost out of ourselves at that point. We're trying to make the next person be a star and help them see a vision of themselves that we see already, but they don't see yet. Right. You see what I'm saying? So, like, now, like, there's there's kids that hit me up, some from New York, some from Delaware, Florida, Providence, that all want my help in some type of capacity. And it's all about just taking some somebody who you see potential in 
and helping help, help, help helping. That's the same thing to me as being a mentor at the boys and girls club or something. It's like you see this little knucklehead kid. Who you know, you might know his mom. You might know his his family. You'd be like, yo, stay, stay out of the streets. Like, right. like you know. And even if you're gonna move in the streets, like, be smart about it. Watch who your homies are. There's a kid who wants to do music who's tight, and you can see them being something. It's like, yo, let me give you this gem, this gem, this gem. Look up this. Read this. Implement this in your music, and like, let's just you know build the foundation and just put some structure to it. Exactly, because that's the one thing. Like when you see somebody that has talent, and like I've helped people or give them gems or whatever. I wouldn't call myself a A and R consultant just yet, because mm-hmm. I haven't figured out how to get a check from it. Yeah, but at <laughs> but, the end of the day, you're a DJ, and to be honest, most DJs are up. now getting hired at labels right. as A and R. Look at Sycamore. Right. Sycamore used to. I'm gonna let you get back to your shit. Just follow me on this though. Right. Sycamore, I used to rap as a kid. I remember. I remember. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. I remember copping DJ Sycamore like instrumentals and his instrumentals were called like how to be an MC or like how to get into the industry or whatever. Now he's an A&R and doing work with YG. He used to work with Ricky Hill. I think he did some work uh, with Troy Ave. Like DJs are becoming A&Rs now. Right. You know what I mean? So there's an avenue for that. Yeah, so for me, when I see people who have talent, yeah, it's just about channeling it. First and foremost, the believe in your talent. Because yes. if I recognize that you have talent, and like I said, I've been around some of the biggest stars in the world. Some of them ain't as talented as, I, as the people I've run into on a day-to-day. Talk about it. They just work harder. Yes. They just will put themselves out. Like Black Youngster. Fucks with Black Youngster. I don't, I've never listened to his songs. Deep word. Ever. I've never listened to a Black Youngster song not one time, not ever, just on the Travis Scott shit. I was just and about it, to say that. And he was just on the intro. Exactly. But the fact that I know his name is because he keeps putting himself out there. He keeps doing something. He, he stay on world star hip-hop. He stay on this. If they're not talented and they're out there all the time, you got to be out there twice as much because don't nobody know your name. Exactly. Like That's why I was like, yo, if you want to stand next to Drake and Rihanna and Jay-Z, I'm not saying people will ever get to their levels because Jay-Z is kind of immortal, yes. but like, if you want to stand, be able to stand next to these people, you got to work twice as hard because nobody knows who the hell you are yet. Exactly. Straight up. Like, I want to be standing next to Envy and Charlemagne, Flex and Rosenberg and Ebro. Mm-hmm. I work hard. Exactly. Because they have the platforms. They definitely have the platforms. I don't have the platforms yet. Exactly. So I got to turn up. Mm-hmm. I'm on this podcast. I'm on my radio station. I'm trying to be on a few other radio stations too. Exactly. Slow down, it's for you. Slow down, nigga, wanna know you. Slow down, I'm gonna fall
This what happened when I think about you. I get in my feelings, yeah. I start reminiscing, yeah. Next time around, fuck, I want it to be different, yeah. Waiting on a sign, guess it's time for a different prayer. Lord, please save her for me. Do this one favor for me. I had to change my play ways, got way too complicated for me. I hope she's waiting for me. Everywhere she go, they playing my song. That's why I say the things that I say that way. I know you can't ignore me. But so, so, yeah. So give me all of you in exchange for me. Just give me all of you in exchange for me. For and me. Put a break it down. And put two fingers in the sky if you want. And put a finger in the sky if you want. And put two fingers in the sky if you want. Sometimes you worry about the things he can provide for you Whenever you around, I seem to come alive for you I finally recognize the feelings that's inside for you Although I know your man and trust me, he would die for you These quiet thoughts that you've been going on for years now I saw you in the party, soft lips, soft spoken I came to talk to you, but homie interfered now He introduced you as his girl and I was heartbroken Some people talk about that love at first sight shit To keep it real, I don't know whether I believe it's true But if it is, then tell me if I'm wrong or right if I fell in love with you before I ever even knew I catch your eye and look away as if it never happened At times I feel as though I'm caught up in a strange dream If I could talk to minds would tell you then I'm feeling you Sometimes I swear your eyes be telling me the same thing She fuck with small town niggas, I got bigger dreams She fuck with small town niggas, I got bigger dreams She fuck with small town niggas, I got bigger dreams she fuck with small town niggas, I got bigger drink, bigger drink. Listen. Club jumping don't stop on top, but you know we only go to two o'clock. Put your motherfucking hood up, it's the weekend. Drop that back that ass up and bitches get the free thing. Last call at the bar, ladies get a drink, nigga get some balls. Ain't no telling you gon' see that bitch the mall. Stop holding up the wall, waiting for the right song. Better holler, cause you know they bout to cut the lights on. This is the hype life. <laughs> I love DJ TGIF. Nigga, don't tell me what you want. Think you calling shots? I make a call. Nigga, get you gone. Knew that was a girl, but she a hoe. And her pussy so sound like macaroni in a bowl. But she mix it up. You always gonna put it in a song. We ain't get the fuck. Think about it when you leave her home. Where she really at? Probably got location on your phone. She know where you at. Lot of niggas hating on the boy. Why you really mad? Is it cause I'm really putting on? Where my city at? High bridge, nigga from the Bronx, where it get gritty at I be smoking on Gorilla Glue, I'm smoking Gigi Pack They don't wanna free my nigga new, but I know he be back Bitches that I hit up in the DM, never hit me back Now they probably all up in my DM, I don't get check I could turn your girl into a demon, boy don't give me mad Fuck around and threw out all my singles when I heard it clap Sound like macaroni in a boat, how she getting wet When I met her, said she was a fucking bartender, yeah Then I saw her dancing on the pole, she a stripper, yeah Macaroni in a boat, she be mixy yet My nigga don't tell me what to do Mad with the scoop of shooting hoops and then he learn to shoot Had to lock myself inside the booth, that's how I kept my cool So my nigga quiet on the news, that's why I kept my tooth Don't you try to tell me nothing, nigga, you don't know me Done with this bottle, fill me up, I need another rosy Gotta hit a couple hitters up When I'm by my lonely, I think they already know what's up I don't fuck with phonies, lady, I've been running out of time I 
time I need another rollie Lately I've been on the west side, don't need no other homies Diamonds on my pinky finger, blinding all the bitches on me I look at her and tell her, call me hold up, matter of fact Bitches that I hit up in a DM, never hit me back Now they probably all up in my DM, I don't get the check I could turn your girl into a demon, but don't give me mad Fuck around and threw out all my singles when I heard it clap Sound like macaroni in a boat, how she getting wet When I met her, said she was a fucking bartender, yeah Then I saw her dancing on a pole, she a stripper, yeah Macaroni in a bowl, she be mixy yet. Macaroni in a bowl, the way she mix it up. Me personally, I don't believe in feedback for my for what I do, but that's because I feel like I've gone through a lot of the rigorous fine tuning and fine tuning and critiquing from other people mm. before I even started, you know, putting shit out. Mm. So now it's just like, all right, I don't know everything, but it has to come from a certain place of from... authenticity. Exactly. See, for me, when I take when people critique stuff that I do, like the podcast, like mm-hmm. for this podcast, for example, when I send it out to people, I'm gonna say, "Yo, hit me with your feedback," and I literally mean, "Hit me with your feedback." Exactly. Like, do you like the fact that I did the mixes? Like, do you feel like we talk too much or talk too few? Like, I'm gonna send it out. I'm gonna take your criticism into consideration and still do what I want. Exactly. I'm still going to do what I want at the very end of the day because the reason that you're listening to it is because you trust what I do already. Exactly. At the very end of the day, it's my show and I'm going to do what I want. Exactly. And and I feel like a lot of artists need to need to build that self-confidence within themselves to make the right decision, but they also need to know when it's time to shut up and listen to somebody who's giving them some good game. Mm-hmm. But it's hard because a lot of these kids don't know who's really around them that's good for them. Right. So they don't know good game when they get it sometimes. Yeah. That's a whole nother topic. That's a whole nother topic. <laughs> we'll, we, from the pimping era, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We'll talk about that at another, at another time. Now, what I will say is that you're one of the people that no matter what, I've never heard you stare somebody in the wrong direction. Like, everything comes from a place of wanting everyone to do better. Yeah. Even with shit you don't fuck with, like, you still come from a place of wanting that thing to be better. Thank you. Thank you. Because, bruh, people will say I'm a hater and and I'm weird and all this other shit. I'm just like, ah, maybe I am weird. But a hater, bruh, there's a lot of shit I dislike. But I dislike it. Yeah. Because I want it to be better than what it is. Like Fabulous. I, I knew we was getting into that. I knew that was coming, bro. Yes, like Fabulous. So, uh, Kobe over here uh, <laughs> hates what he likes to call dad rap. Single dad rap. Single dad rap. <laughs> he also uh, is definitely on the e-board of the Fabulous Bashers Club. Damn. Damn. Because, mind you, Fab was my favorite rapper at a point in time. He was one of mine, too. That's why I feel like I can say what I say. But once he got on Twitter... Bro, (laughs) Twitter has ruined a lot of our favorite rappers, bro. Bro, he's like... But his subject matter changed. And, like, he always wanted the next Instagram caption punchline. Yeah, Once Once you started pointing it out, I'm like, fuck. I feel like after Twitter, Fab literally wrote all his lyrics while clicking... Fucking um, tre- tre- trending topics, um, <laughs> hashtags, and refresh, and just like what's the what's the one line he said? You should win an Instagrammy, <laughs> bro. <laughs> what's worse, that line or got so many chains they call me Chaining Tatum? 
Instagrammy is bad, bro. So was Chaining Tatum. Chaining Tatum was Like, bad. Drake did not yeah. get enough heat for that. He didn't, but I think so many people let it slide because we're so used to bad lines from good rappers. Got so many chains, they call me Chaining Tatum. That's a bad line, bro. That's a bro. terrible rap line. But when Kanye's talking about I'm in too deep like Makai Fife and Makai Pfeiffer wasn't in In Too Deep and everybody loves that song and sings that lyric in the club yeah. like it don't happen, you kind of can't even fault Drake for saying Channing Tatum. Chaining Tatum. Not Channing Tatum. <laughs> Chaining Tatum, bro. <laughs> like, just like it. <laughs> this nigga got me upset, bro. I heard that song. I turned the song off as soon as I heard that line. Yeah. I was tight. Somebody needs to get Drake on the phone, bro. That we need we need we need to talk about that. Who line. let that bar slide? All them writers in the room. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> All the writers in the room, they let that shit slide, bro. Chill, bro. I, but, fuck, with, I fuck with OVO, man. I fuck with them, too. I fuck, niggas got, I, know, I, I know. read the credits. Niggas, some writers in there. Like, just a bunch of niggas in the room. 40 let that go. He the engineer. The, he mixed it down. They loved that line, bro. They loved that line. That's what it was. They were, they were like, yo, this Nobody line, gonna say nothing. Party, you not gonna speak up. He probably helped. Roy Woods. Yeah. Nobody gonna speak up no, over there. They loved that line, o- bro. Obi, like what was, was Obi? I don't know what Obi was doing. Shouts <laughs> to Obi, bro. Yo, I was so tight when the fucking this has nothing to do with nothing. But I was tight when the So On remix came out and Drake's verse stayed on it. Either hey, way, Tanase. yo, sh- that's my baby right there. I almost went on tour with her. She used to live in my DMs back in the day. Word. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> No, like, um, no. Nah, what happened was, um, before we before we get back into Obi, Tanache went was on tour and she stopped through Albany or whatever. Yeah. She had background dancers, she had a drummer, she had somebody on keys, but she didn't have a DJ. That's crazy. And so I ended up chopping it up with the drummer, who was like the head of her whole show production. Yeah. And he was like, "Yo." Take my card, because I opened for them. Like, I opened or whatever, and I killed it, because that's the fuck I do. Exactly. But he was like, yo, take my card. You killed your shit, blah, blah, blah. Just take my card, get in touch with me. We don't have a DJ, blah, 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 blah. And I just, like, didn't hit them up. And Damn. next thing I knew, they was on in their European tour. Mm. And then she started dating Calvin Harris. Mm. And so, you know she's about to go to that next level. Yeah. And so I'm like, God and damn And Calvin man. Harris is watching that? Yeah. Yep. Could have been me. Could have been me. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, I was tight when they took Obi off that remix, bro. Cause I like, I like Obi, man. People shit on his music, but I wish he would make more music, bro. He's funny. He yo, all right. A lot of people don't know this. He has a song like dedicated to Little B. Fire, fire. First and foremost, shout out to the bass god. Yes, shout out to the bass god, man. Because all this wave of rap, this whole thing, oh boy, has been birthed by Little B. The whole thing. There's a couple other fathers, but yeah, Little B. Gucci for sure. is yeah, definitely yeah. a forefather. I, I, I say Gucci. But I'm Cuddy. talking about I'm talking about like the like the Yachty's, the Thugs, the yeah. the Uzis. Like this is all derivative from. Bass rap. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely, yeah, bass god for sure. It's definitely bass rap. Yo, I have this theory. I have to do it with you here. Like, this is the perfect time to talk about. I have this theory about how Trinidad James changed hip hop. Talk about it. All right, so when All Gold Everything came out. Mm-hmm. I know where you're going with this, too. Like, I already agree, but keep like, going. Like, when All Gold Everything came out, it changed the music world because it's 
50 BPMs or 100 BPMs, they're the same. Like, one's double time, one's half time. Yeah. But 50 BPMs for a single was unheard of. At that time, hell yeah. Unheard of. The reason that it was unheard of, because as a DJ, when you mixed all gold everything, you had nothing to mix it with. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it just didn't go with anything that was out at the time. So at 50 BPMs being your lead single, like you had to play it in the club. Mm -hmm. You had to because it was all gold everything. Song was platinum. It shook the club, and then once they saw, once the music industry saw the success at that BPM, Mm -hmm. so many other songs came out. Uh, J Cole with um, what was the got me up all night? What was that? Okay, Um, yeah, that was the same BPM. Shit by Future was Mm -hmm. um, the same thing. Too much by uh, Q. That all about the money. Like it was so many songs that came out at that BPM after. I got a th- as singles. I got a theory that pushes that point even further. Go ahead. All right. See, a lot of people don't know like Trinidad, Trinidad James, like whole like origin, like how he came up. He was never a rapper. He was a fashion nigga. Right. He was just a fashion nigga who got lucky. People liked his look. It was like, yo, you don't rap. We're gonna make you rap. And it blew up. But hipster Atlanta, like as far as all the wave that's going on right now. Mm. Uzi, Yachty, and all that shit. Thug. Thug. That's all hipster Atlanta. You feel me? That's all hipster Atlanta. So the reason why it changed the music industry, that that song, is because that was the first time hipster Atlanta, or even maybe the hipster... Internet. (laughs) Internet wave in general made it mainstream. Because before that, like... It was all Tumblr. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, before that, the only only thing kind of hipstery you heard at mainstream clubs was like ASAP. Mm-hmm. You know, like before that, because you wasn't hearing bass god at the parties. You definitely wasn't hearing bass god at parties, unless you was at a hipster party, right? If you was at a mainstream like at top a club, forty club, at a club, at a at a club, you, you're not hearing not even a hip, not even a hip hop club, not a top forty like a straight ratchet hood spot. You wasn't hearing wonton soup. No, you wasn't. No, you wasn't. Flat out was not. Like I, I remember I was playing it, but like you but, wasn't. You didn't play that there. It was very few songs that like ushered in that whole now like i go to hood clubs and i'd be surprised when i see certain reactions like like like, yo yadi i can kind of see the hood fucking with yadi but when i saw the hood fucking with uzi and thug i was well thug i get but uzi i was surprised right because bro like like that is a hipster ass nigga bro not only is he hipster ass nigga but he's also a student of the fucking game bro. yadi is too on the low but Uzi started dancing. He that nigga used to get light, bro. I saw, I saw that on Twitter. I saw you that. Shout out to little Uzi. Like, I seen him hitting the Wu Tang. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yo, he used to dance. He went from dancing to skating to rapping. He, this kid might even know how to do graffiti. Like that's some real hip hop shit. Like he right. took he took his time at every element, figured out what worked for him, and that's what most hip hop kids do. But back to my point, like after Trinidad James, you had Migos. Yeah, there's some hood niggas, but they got their start. Hipster Atlanta fucked with them. Ray Shrimmer. Right. That's Hipster Atlanta for what's 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 um Sway Lee's Twitter name? Isn't his Twitter name like Hipster I yeah, Hipster Lee? I Hipster Lee. Yeah. Cause them niggas were see the thing is they're from Mississippi. Mississippi don't really have no hipster community. So them niggas is on Tumblr as kids, seeing what the fuck is going on and emulating the shit from Tumblr and all these other different fashion sites. Right. Boom. So now the whole the whole point of that brings it back to like two nine, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know who the fuck two nine are, but two nine, as far as hipster Atlanta, they kind of created that whole wave of what's going on right now from the slowed down BPM in the club to key. 
I don't know if mm, you know okay. yep. Key. He's the reason why Uzi sounds the way he does. I mean, bass guy too, but Key for sure. Like a lot of these kids that are coming out right now are children of Key, and niggas don't even know it. Right. When Key finally gets his just due, bro, it's gonna be like when Gucci hit it big this year. Right. Like Key is that nigga, niggas don't know yet. Uh, or when what's the name was just about to hit before he got my man's. Street Money Worldwide. Oh, Bankroll? Bank exactly. That was my guy, man. Yo, listen. He was about to hit R.I.P. Bankroll, man. Yo, shit. Even like... I mean, I'm thankful that 21 got popping, but 21... He was hot on the hipster circuit first. The right. hood loves him now, but he was hot. Like, hipster DJs got on to him. Like, mm-hmm. niggas got to stop acting like it was... Man, yeah. At the, the end of the day... The, hipster, the, the weirdos fuck with the streets. The streets need to fuck with the weirdos, man. That, that's really what it is. Because, bro, it was hipster hipster writers and hipster DJs that broke Chief Key first. Right. The hood didn't catch up on Chief Keef until later. Right. Just like um, Tyler, the creator, is yeah, the reason yeah, I heard yeah. about Lil Mouse yeah. and the money dance and all that, like that whole... Yeah, that, that Chirac drill that, shit. Yeah. That whole Chirac drill wave I heard about from weird niggas that fuck with Odd Future. Yeah. Because Tyler, the creator, was like, yo, have you fucking heard Lil Mouse? Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. See, and, and that's the thing that people don't realize, especially when, like in black hipster communities. A lot of these kids are from the hood still. Right. You know, like, like that's the reason why, like, ASAP can walk around doing what the fuck they do because them niggas are, they some real street niggas, bro. They just said, fuck it. We're not going to do the same do this shit. shit. Yeah, we're not going to do the same shit the niggas in, the, in our hood are doing. We're going to go to the, to the white areas. We're going to go downtown. We're going to hang out with the people that are lit because we trying to be lit. You know, like Joey Badass and all them niggas, bro. Yeah. Them some real hood niggas. Right. Fuck the skateboards. Fuck all the backpack rap. Them niggas some real hood niggas, bro. I done seen some shit. Shout out to Joey Badass. We did see you at the Mondays with Friends joint. Yes. He definitely yeah. pulled up. Damn. Those are some good days. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> yeah, out, out in Brooklyn. So, you know. know what I mean? Jay Cole up. pulled up to one too. That was an interesting night. Uh, if you don't know, Mondays with friends was a party series. Yeah, that, that was a Kobe party. Was a part of that was a party series I used to do with a lot of the homies at Cinematic and the Smokers Club when I was working over there. So, and I mean, like Kirk Knight would pull up. Another pro I remember, Joey would pull up. Fourth of July party, we had uh, J. Cole and Boss there. Eh, you know. You know. Like, you know. like little shit. Shouts to Joey, though, bro. Hanging out with Joey. People, t- pe- when you think of Joey, like, you think of him as a certain type of person and a certain type of rapper. Right. You don't expect him to love, like, trap music and shit. It, bro, what? That nigga loves some Uzi Vert. Yo, trap rap and conscious rap can coexist within the same fan of music can. people it like stop can. saying because you're a J Cole fan that you can't like Lil Uzi Vert exactly. or Young Thug or Lil Yachty you can like multiple people this, I can like Q-Tip and I can like 21 Savage This nigga J Cole requested a Young Thug song at the party Right like you seen Kendrick Lamar was singing um Thug like he crashed a wedding singing trap Bro Kendrick Lamar is a big Chief Keef fan so I'm trying, I'm trying to throw he, it out there, man. He had gunplay on the song, bro. That's all I'm like, saying. So, and and to be honest with you, to even to bring that point even further, who's to say that trap rap ain't conscious? Mm. I learned a lot of shit from listening to Gucci. Yep, bro. I was horrible at math. I did not know 36, <laughs> 36 ounces was a whole brick. Look at that, people. Mathematics is fundamental. Did you know a kilo was a thousand grams? No, I learned that through trap rap. 
My math teacher ain't teach me that. And I, and, and I had some good math teachers. Dead ass. So I'm just saying, bro, like, it's all about how you how you receive your information and how you how you break it down. That's all it is. Like, you might not feel like little Uzi or, or, or Yachty or a young thug is saying some shit. But when thug said, he said, I need all this money. I got a lot of kids or some shit. I'm like, bro, yep. I, I felt that. <laughs> yep. Because... I don't even got kids and I need this money. So I can just imagine you do have a lot of kids. He has 12, bro. Bro, he had, yo, listen. <laughs> Young Thug has 12 children, people. I have zero. Putting that out there. <laughs> I have a niece and a nephew. I'm good with that. Exactly. I got the streets. I got the juice. I got the weed, I got the drink, I got the cooch I got the racks, I got the trout, I got the hoes, I got the scrout, I got the hills, stay out my way, paper out business, hey, hey, I got the money, first you get the money, I got the power, then you get the power, we got the streets, because they owls I got the bag, I got the swag, I got the bag, at the go spin the bag, at the go spin the bag, go spin the bag, at the go spin the bag, hey which is that question you ask? What is in my book bag? That's just a whole lot of cash. Oh, that's just a whole lot of swag. I just got back from England. I just made a million in three months. I just smoked an ounce of three blunts. I pour lean in my grip pump. I never had shit, so I stunt. Flex. Half a million dollar worth of jewelry on while I'm having sex. Hey, hey, hey. Real street nigga playing with paper, so I do it for the streets, fuck a hater. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I threw the money on the strip, I hold it later on that night, I fucked the waiter. I'm about to go spend me a bag. I'm about to go spend me a bag. I'm about to go fuck on your bitch, take her overseas with me, she in first class. I'm about to go spend me a bag. I'm about to go spend me a bag. Boy, that's a whole lot of swag. Gucci Timberlands with the matching red. Hey, I got the streets. I got the juice. I got the weed, I got the drink, I got the cooch I got the racks, I got the trout, I got the hoes, I got the scrout, I got the hills, stay out my way, paper route business, hey, hey, I got the money, first you get the money, I got the power, then you get the power, we got the streets, because they out I got the bag, I got the swag, I got the bag, at the go spin the bag, at the go spin the bag, go spin the bag, at the go spin the bag. I got the beers. What's gon' cop Bentley, but then I got me back. That boy ain't no soldier, he act like Pace Isaac. That nigga so fast that I smash just like Ajax. Ooh, I got the bag. I got the swag in the box to attack. Show off my riches, cause I came from rags. Jacksonville shot my bitch drop a jack. Nigga run up on my soul, he'll get dragged. I spend a whole lot of Louis scarf rap like I came from Al Qaeda. Fuck the rap game, I do not need no riders. I know the shooters and hang with the fighters. Fuck your little dab, I pipe up more than Roddy Piper. Viper, Viper, my bro, keep a sniper. Pop, pop, that's your top. Fuck a run and run it up like I'm walk. Hey, never gonna stop. Nope. Little bro, take your whistle to the chop shop. Over there on the East Block. Can live the thug life just like rock. I live a good life, I'm the dime. Young enough to be your mama's son. Bust some higher mama's son. Still a nigga son and fuck her older son. Shout out Zayak, got my neck and wrist on pine. I got the streets. I got the juice. I got the weed. I got the drink. I got the cooch. I got the racks, I got the trout, I got the hoes, I got the scrout, I got the hills, stay out my way, paper route business, hey, hey, I got the money, first you get the money, I got the power, then you get the power, we got the streets, because they owls, I got the bag, I got the swag, I got the bag, fly in the mix with DJ TVIS. I cannot help that I'm Drayton designer. I cannot help that I'm rocking these diamonds. I cannot help that my bitch don't got final. Can't I help no nigga who don't want no money? 
Need the grand cut, neighbor volunteer to pay for it. Pay for it. Just a rich ass trap nigga, part the rafe in the front yard. Damn. I be fucking with the bad bitch. Yeah. Good credit, she can pay for, it. pay for it. I ain't fucking with the layaway hoes. Type of bitches gotta wait for it. Wait for it. Shouted trying to get my number. Told her hoe she gotta wait for it. Trying to fuck on a real nigga. Told her bitch she gotta pay for it. Wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Work coming, can't wait for it, wait for it. Headshot, can't run for it. Wait for it. Yo, the perfect example of that is look at Tupac. Tupac is the perfect example of when I of when I say like you can get substance out of trap rap because although Tupac like the term trap rap wasn't invented yet, but when you talk to some of the original trap rappers, Gucci, Jeezy, fucking Gotti, they all got their shit from Pop. Pimp C loved Tupac. You know, UGK, Autumn from Texas to Atlanta, all the southern states that birthed trap music. They got a lot of their shit from Tupac. Some of the same con- some of the same rappers or conscious rappers will say the same thing about Tupac. He's one of those Mind you, I'm not a Tupac fan, y'all. You're not a Tupac fan. Not a Tupac Damn. fan. Damn. Fucks with I mean fucks with the good shit. I'm not a, Whew. I'm a, I'm a I'm a biggie over Tupac guy. I mean, damn. I feel like I feel like as a New Yorker, I'm gonna get like stabbed for saying this. Nah, New York not loyal. You're right, New York. New York, not, New York is the only place where, like, you could, like, I don't know, fam. I don't, maybe because I haven't been out west yet. 
Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they're a Biggie fan, like people who are like, yo, Biggie was better than Pac on the West. Just like I, I can't, I go to another state and you don't see Nick fans in other states. There, yeah, there know. are no New York Giants fans like over their home team. Like we got <laughs> Cowboys and Patriots fans out here. Like where y'all loyalty at, bro? That's what kind of New, New Yorkers York, are that's y'all? New York is the melting pot, and that's what happens. Everybody want to be different. <laughs> this is like yo, what y'all all Knicks fans? Nah, I like the Cavs, bro. I like the Warriors. I like yeah, they, y'all like everybody in New York. <laughs> I'll say this: when it, when it comes to Biggie and Tupac, I I mean, my mom is a big Tupac fan, but I also like the first song I knew word for word at four years old was "Warning." You feel me? So I grew up in a household that bigged up Biggie a lot. It was Biggie, Wu Tang, and fucking. I listened to a lot of rock as a kid too, yeah. but it was Biggie and Wu Tang to start out like my whole rap career and shit. It was it was Warning, and it was uh, Brooklyn Zoo by ODB. Those were the first songs I knew word for word at four years old, maybe Straight even up. three. You feel me? But I say that to say Pac had like listening to Pac now. I'm just like, bro, this shit is still relevant. Still, I can't listen to Ready to Die right now. Like, like I loved Ready to Die when it came out as a kid. But to hear it now, I'm like, damn, this sounds dated. And, mm. all right, yeah, it came out in the 90s. But, there, but there's also certain music that came out in the 90s that does not sound dated. Like, there's very few, like, there's a lot of albums that can still ride and be relevant in 2016, 2017. Yo, random as shit. Go ahead. Chris Cross's last album, Young, Rich, and Dangerous, came out in 1996. That shit still rides in 2016, bro. I promise you, Kobe is the only one listening to that album right now. That album, yo, you know, that album gave us so much. I'm telling you. Mind you, I believe that Kobe's literally the only person that listened to the whole album. If you listen to more than Jump. Yo, see, (laughs) Jump wasn't even on that album. Exactly. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. This is the type of shit. This is why... He deserves a check because <laughs> I've never listened to anything other than Jump Jump. See, all right, Crisscross was my childhood. Like, like I was a jit getting my hair braided and wearing my clothes backwards. It was me and my cousin. I was dark skinned. He was light skinned. We both had braids. We both wore our clothes backwards. But as I got older, I'm like, damn, like, yo, crisscross, like, yeah, all right, that's the shit I know from my childhood. Then this nigga Drake comes out, right? What's the song? November 18th on So Far Gone? Mm-hmm. It got that Biggie sample, um, whatever, whatever. All right. He got that from June 20th. It's either June 25th or June 26th. It's a 30-minute long DJ screw and screwed up click freestyle. It's like 18 niggas on that shit. Some of them got like three verses. There's a nigga singing the hook after every... Bro, the freestyle is 30 (laughs) minutes long, bro. They got that beat from the crisscross, the streets ain't right song. It got the biggie sample in there. The drums are hard. Bro, people love... The Drake version don't even know that he got that from Chris Cross. Yo, Drake does that so many times. He he's one of the best at samples. Um, be- because most people don't know where those samples come from. Mm-hmm. Just like um, what was the joint? Uh, I get lonely too. Oh, TLC? it's a cover. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a cover of Fan Mail by TLC. Like and then sample New Orleans bounce in oh uh, Child's Play. Bro, when, just like yeah. When I heard that shit. I See, like, that's the reason why I respect Drake because his digging is so good and he picks pause. Wow. Pause. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Jeez. Oh, wow. We're gonna edit that one out. Sure not. Like, <laughs> pause. Jeez. Wow. Right. So he gets in the crates. 
Yes. He gets in the crates. He, he, he's he, he really does good, his homework. He's really good at referencing old music. <laughs> but, yo, his references are good, bro. Like, like 40. Nah, bro, bro. 40 does a real good job at, you know, hitting them lo-fi samples and, and stripping them down and flipping them into, like, new digestible music, bro. Once he did um, practice with the um, Back That Ass yeah, Up beat and completely yeah. flipped it. Like, uh, that. can we talk about that for a second? Yes. Can we talk about samples right now? Yeah. Because I'm wondering if our parents and our parents' parents felt the same way about sampling the way that I feel now. It was like, yo, are you taking these songs and you're ruining these old songs to try to make your new songs? Not Drake per se, but like when I hear a song that's like a carbon copy of a song from 15 years ago. And I'm just like, stop fucking taking 90s R&B and trying to make your crappy ass radio single. It's pissing me off, bro. Did you hear about the dude that like remade Candy Rain? It was all over the radio for like a little while. Yeah, that was, was trash. Oh my god, it was terrible. Stop doing that. What's, and it's like the jig is they're taking these songs that you love and banking on how much you love them, those songs, so you'll play the new song. That's the uh, Tory Lanez effect. Yeah, bruh. He got that from Drake, and now everybody's the Eric Bellinger. With yeah, oh, I never liked his music, bro. bro. And he, he I like old. when he does his original stuff. That's the thing with Eric. Like, his original stuff, like, that's not sampled. Yeah. I'm like, yo, this is fire. But you're not going to get, he's not going to get on no radio play without the samples. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, his his radio songs was what? That um, Focused on You, which was off of Uchi Wally. Jeez. Or the I don't want her the joint um that was off the crisscross joint yeah and so it's like he gets radio success or singles or play with these samples and then his original joints you just like eh. yeah like the radio won't mess with it you might bump it but the radio won't mess with it just like Tory Lanez exactly he didn't get no burn on L A Confidential nope not at all. That song was hard, but, like, he got burned off of Say It. He got burned off of Love. He got burned off of Controller because he stole that. Is Love the, the, the fake love reggae is, joint? Huh, the reggae joint, yeah. Yeah, yo. That's bringing it back to samples, bro. I wish motherfuckers would stop with this fake reggae fake wave. Fake reggae wave? See, this is... I'm mad at this whole wave for four different reasons. One, because some of these niggas are not Jamaican or are not part of the culture. And I'm not talking about Drake because You're talking Drake, about Kid Ink. I'm t- bro. You know what? I think Kid Ink actually might be Jamaican. I think I there's I know a lot of his family. Shouts to fucking baby Shitro and shit. Like he might be a real one. Okay. But we're reserving judgment, Kid Ink. But not even that. Alright, Tiger is Jamaican and that failed the attempt. One of, at the one of one? That was I just, I wanted that song to work so bad, Tiger. I'm not gonna lie. I, I was one of the, I was one of the people that actually played it. And see, this is the thing about Tiger. I'm not gonna get up here and bash Tiger because yo, that Cash Money song was fire. Like Tiger has secretly been releasing yo, some dope songs. Tiger's getting a lot of heat. It's honestly stemming from uh, his girlfriend. Yeah, Kylie. People will say, "Yo, Tiger's never been relevant." But soon as you play, make it nasty. Soon as you play, a lady. Soon as you play, bro. I'm faded. Rack. City, Rack City, like Rack City. Niggas forget, bro. Like all right. Rack City, Rack City is the reason you know who YG is. Thank to be you. completely Thank honest, because Rack City made mustard as a producer a household name, exactly. and made his sound the go-to sound exactly. for what three years exactly in hip hop. And since his sound was the go-to sound, and he he worked exclusively with YG on YG's project, and has been working with YG for like I don't know the last ten years, mm-hmm. like that's why YG popped. 
because of the success of Rack City. Yeah, I could definitely say that. But because like me and me and Kobe were hit on mustard for oh, a while, bro. Niggas need to go peep them the mixes. The mixes that we from did. way back. The <laughs> mixes ass. from way back. So Tiger doesn't get his just due for he, that. He that doesn't. wave of West. Like West Coast music, though yeah, that, the that heavy, ratchet. the heavy mustard, so much mustard production. Yeah. So that whole YG Tiger Joe Moses kidding, kidding, like that whole wave. Even even go even going into like Dom and Audio Push a little Dom, bit. Dom Audio Ty Dollar. Yeah, yo, <sighs> Ty Dollar sign is a star right now. Also, yep, whole shit. If if you want to know how far back this goes, listen to Tooted and Booted. That is Ty Dolla Sign and YG. That's a fact. Shit, you want to? I mean, niggas. I know niggas ain't gonna go back and listen to this song, but Double Dip with Ty Dolla Sign and Problem. That's on the mix, bro. That song started a whole fucking that beat wave. is fire too. <laughs> That'd be with the synths and the Ty Dolla Sign is that honest, beat is like, fire. People, I love his music. But is he part of drugs too? Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if drugs are still around. I think they are, but he was part of that. Ty Dallason as a producer is so underrated. Yep. Like, bro, drugs is probably one of my favorite like producing collectives. Yeah, they yo they made some they, fire. They were the machine behind a lot of Iggy's early stuff when I fucked with Iggy yeah, back in yeah, the day. Yeah, they were. They were. Like, before she went mainstream, yeah. like, and she was, like, underground, and she was making songs like Pussy and yep. uh, My World and shit like that. Um, Yeah, Drugs was producing it, and, yeah, Iggy was fire back then. Yeah, let's switch gears and talk about some dancing, man. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Because um, I used to dance, too. Yeah, Niggas word up. I'm not like, going <laughs> to... This is another episode. We had Jason Wolf on two yeah. episodes ago. He was talking about his hip hop dance history. Yeah. Now we're gonna talk about Kobe's hip hop dance history. Jeez. Yeah, he used to get light, man. Yeah, I was I was Harlem shaking, tone whopping. Nice. Tone wop, bad one. Harlem Shake was like my go to. Yeah. I, I like to shake. You even when the five G's is out there. I'm a, I'm a big nigga, but man, I was getting down. I was getting down. Word up. I was getting See, down. And, yo, I was talking about, like, I felt like New York as a city never really cultivated the light feet movement till its fullest potential. I could tell you why, but keep going. I always felt like so quickly after it started the bubble, New York just goes to the next thing. Mm-hmm. And they were like, y'all still shaking? Y'all still hard? Y'all still getting light? Ah, y'all still, y'all corny, bro. Mm-hmm. Getting like, man. But it's like, dog, like, the reject and, like, jerking over on the West, they cultivated that movement. But when I heard them doing, like, I don't know, jerking circles, pause. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, but I heard them using the light feet clap. Yeah, they were. I was yeah. like, wait, what? What are y'all doing? That fucking annoyed the shit Ashamed out of annoyed me. Annoyed the shit out of me because that's our shit. But then I remember, like, around that same time, certain, like, jerking crews was trying to come to New York and battle, like, light feed crews. Like, yo, who on some who dances better type shit. That, some of that, some of those battles actually did happen. But then I started seeing, like, light feet battles where, like, they threw, like, jerking moves into their, into their, you know, rounds. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what? But as far as cultivating. You know what, ha- you know what happens? Like, alright, new boys got hot off the jerking movement like they had a record deal and national and some international success Mm -hmm. off of that you know what i'm saying like then teach me how to jerk came out so that audio push came out then like rejects came out Mm -hmm. like this is all off of that movement Mm -hmm. and then other people came out teach me how to dougie was part of that too yeah cali swag district damn r.i.p r.i.p m bone i think another one of them died too damn man yeah bro them niggas was and see this is the thing about 
the light feet shit, and the jerking movement. These all started from some real street kids that did not want to be street no more, bro. Right. Like, a lot of these light feet kids now are probably scammers. <laughs> but, um... But if, they, if the movement was cultivated the way it should have been, Young B would have been a star, you know what I'm saying? Bro, when like, I see her on Little on, on Love & Hip Hop, I get I'm so like, tight. Mm. Mind you, I want to smoke her boots. So I don't. Young B... I don't. Would, Only Cardi B. I only got eyes for Cardi. I mean, I would get some head, but I don't know if I could fuck her. She nah, seems she seems hella. I only annoying. got eyes for Cardi, bro. But yeah, yeah, Young B. I, see, I wanted to smash when she came out with "Can You Dance." Can you dance? Is, can you dance was what? hard. You, yo, listen. I'm booking Young B from for my performance or for my birthday party, and I'm like, yo, don't perform no new songs. Just, Just perform "Can You joy. Dance" for two can minutes. You dance is. Hard. Yo, can you dance? It's yo, like that's what I'm saying. All the songs that came out in that era, like "Can You Dance," is crazy. Yeah, "I'm Cute and You Ugly" by Lighter was bro crazy. That song still rings parties off in the city, still, bro. That song was crazy. Bro. Um, 5, go 000. stupid, go stupid. Yeah, go stupid. Dude, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about five thousand and chicken noodle soup. Chicken noodle soup. I'm talking about the like, rap songs that straight, yeah, like you. Aunt Jackie. Yeah, like go stupid was. crazy. Go stupid, yo, go stupid. Yo. Here we go. Like, like when when Mr. Instrumental came out with like "Gotta Catch 'Em All" oh, yeah. and stuff like that. Like, what song was "Do the Band"? Band, Harlem Marks. Like they they yeah. flipped it and made it to a bad one song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yo. come on. Or even the um, a lot of the D Cole. A lot of the D Cole shit. A lot of little S and S. Yeah. A lot of the um, Kid the Wiz. Kid the Wiz is still popping. Have you seen yeah. the Love Come Down challenge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. I tweeted about it a couple minutes ago like yo I really hope he could help bring Life Heat back because to go back to your point about why we even started talking about this shit Life Heat in my mind was the last good movement in New York music culture period like like after that it's, it was battle rap mm-hmm. like that's it as far as New York music culture like yeah we have Nicki Minaj who popped and she did uh, go crazy so that was like a good life crazy, yeah, yeah I get crazy that was a, that turned into a good life feat song but like there really yo, wasn't yo you know what didn't happen that should have happened Swiss Beats should have really got in on that life feat movement money in the bank bro yeah like Swiss <laughs> Beats should have really got in and like started collaborating with he them should've. because when stuff out there pops other let's say hit them folks and dab and then all of that mm-hmm. metro booming will do a beat and like yeah. they'll they'll link up and mm-hmm. make some shit happen and mm-hmm. like the one thing i see on the west and down south is that the ogs will definitely link with the new dudes coming up exactly and like we don't do that in new york that that was about to be my point right there when when the lifey movement happened the the ogs knew about it but they were too busy trying to be tough and trying to be because around that was that like oh four oh five going into like maybe even oh seven oh eight that was when 50 cent was still trying to be popping so he did i get money which people were getting light to but it was too hard it was like, still too hard you feel me yeah. like like that and, that and that's the shit that i'm talking about like the, the a lot of the ogs and the people that already had establishment and power they weren't trying to say yo there's these kids around the corner that's getting light and they got these they they dress different but yo they're talented like let's put them in a video let's like that's the reason why like it's taken till like last year you see puffy doing what's that song that with pharrell oh uh, that's gonna get loose and he had like uh Hype girl and all these other dancers in the video, cozy, uh, crybaby, cozy, crybaby, cozy, like. That's just happening now, right. bro. They didn't cultivate it right back then, they honestly. Did. And that's because the OGs were in the Fourth, way. 
Fortunately, there's a silver lining on that cloud. Uh, white people didn't get to gentrify it. <laughs> to be completely not. honest. Like, Although they tried to with the Harlem Shake shit a couple years they, ago. I hated that. The that Bauer shit. Moved. That yeah. shit was terrible. Shit it was not moved. the Harlem Shake. And then they... Then I think uh, Kid the Wiz flipped it and made mm-hmm. a, um, a Harlem Shake like Light Feet track. Yeah, because Light Feet Nation did that video, the original Harlem Shake, and Hype Girl snapped. Yo, she's one of the best Harlem Shakers ever. 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 Did you see those two little girls that was like Millie rocking Harlem Shaking and getting light and like Best Buy? Yo, they snapped, snapped. bro. I was like, that, shout that, out to those girls for that, real, for real. That shit, and then the video with the kid from the Bay who was snapping or who was. Um, I repeat that. Uh, I gotta show you that. I bet. I'll show you later. But yeah, he's from he's from Cali, but he was like. Yo, I fuck with New York. And he just started getting loose yeah. in, the, in the garage. I'm like, yo. Like, honestly, I want Life Heat to come back because is it, there's pros and cons to the movement, but people actually danced and had fun at parties. And mm-hmm. that don't happen no more. Right. People people just want to take snaps and hit them folks and dab. And all of that. And, then and that's th- it. For 10 seconds until the snap is off. Exactly. And then they just... And be it. boring again. Exactly. And I'm t- like, I get so mad at that, bro. I like, see people don't dance. turn up for ten seconds, and then once you flash go off on your snap, you back to being boring. Exactly. No, hell no. Like, and I know now, like, especially since I've been in the city and I go to certain parties, when they play like the Light Feet songs, you should see the smiles on certain people's faces, bro. Or, like, like, and and in a time where niggas don't have fun that much anymore, even at parties, to see certain people. That legit have fun at parties and smile, bro. That's different, bro. For real, for real. Because and that's the one thing I liked about Life Heat because it was it was it was like some, we've met people off of that like battling. Yeah. Like I've been in the club battling people. Hell yeah. And that's how we met and that's how we've been cool. That was the basis of our friendship. Exactly. Was that once this song came on, you knew this person was popping up and exactly. we was gonna get it popping. And and not even that, bro. Like even even if you were tough, if you heard a song you liked and you knew how to dance, you weren't too tough to say, "I'm not gonna hit my shoulders a little bit. I don't care well, if I got a gun." On. I seen niggas dance with guns on them, bro. Yeah, I've seen it too. I know street <laughs> niggas that get busy. Yes, I know like trappers that yes. get busy. You and see I'm what like, I'm yo, and we got we got that common ground. That's the common ground between the trap. And the nerd kid, because that nerd, for some reason, that nerd kid gets busy. busy exactly. You know what I mean? So, like, it's, it's a common ground, and I'd like to have that space again. For yeah, real, for that's, real. I mean, I'm not going to, I might hit a couple shoulders every now and then, but I ain't going to be going in like I want, like I, I used to. I'm not doing no hat tricks or no shoe tricks. Yeah, no, it's quiet. I'm not doing no I'm hat tricks. I'm not getting tricks. on the floor. Nah, no. I'm not doing no hat tricks and no shoe tricks, but I will get busy with the shoulders. I yes. will get light. I will, you know, bad one. My bad one is kind of sturdy. Yeah, your bad one is mean, bro. Yeah. I'm not going to hold kinda you. Kind of sturdy. I had to quit my bad one once I seen yours. <laughs> my toe up didn't elevate because the toe up has like three it's different so, elevations, so many, bro. Yeah, it, it's evolved. It's evolved. I still got the basic like voice of Harlem toe up. When Remy Ma conceded come. Exactly. Like that I still got that tone, but I don't got that other shit, like that double time shit. Like when All In came out, like I wasn't. Yeah, what? I told you, I definitely got to throw that mix on. I yeah, gotta do that. The OG to. Light Feet mix. I love DJ TGIF. Just when you thought it was safe, we're back. Voice of Harlem, Kingdom. You remember? I got the finest, the finest. Your highness, your highness. A young B. I got my main. I got my main, my main, my main, my main. 
main man, the party king, Webster. Let's go. Yeah. Y'all already know what this is. We got another one. I got my nigga AG, the boys of Harlem. I got my girl Young B. See you work. 
let's bring dancing back, man. Yeah, hell yeah. And and it don't even gotta be like the life feed shit too. Like I just wanna I just wanna see people have fun at parties. Like I want men and women to start dancing with each other at parties. Like, Again, like bring it back. Like bring back them grooves. Like 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 fuck it. Let's bring back dubbing again. Like niggas don't catch yeah. dubs no more, I, bro. I, I still do. Well, I do too. <laughs> I don't know about nobody else, but like, yeah, no, I I feel you. And it's like learn how to approach a woman first yo, and foremost, that's guys. That's a fact, bro. First and foremost, guys. No girls owe you a dance. Like can we can we get can we go? In, we are it? we are gonna go in, into that. But before I even right. before you even go into that, I'm gonna start by saying I understand. And why guys don't know how to approach women. We had Sneaky's teen night. Okay. We had that interaction at an early age to where this is how you talk to a girl. This is how you get her to dance with you and not be abrasive. Some of these younger niggas... Because we ruined Sneakies. Right. So they didn't have <laughs> Sneakies after us. Right. But it's a generational thing, to be honest, because you on your phone so much that you don't know how to interact with somebody of in course. person. Yeah. And so once you get into a club setting, you got your phone in your hand this whole time. The mm-hmm. whole time you're the in the club. Time. And so what, you going to look at your phone and then think you're going to pull up on somebody that you haven't made eye contact with, that you haven't gave, given off that vibe to? Exactly. Like, like me? I mean, I'm thankful to where I've never had to, like, in a long time, ever had to ask a woman to dance with me. Right. You feel me? It's more than, but that's because, like, we've had that training that once that eye contact is made and you feel the vibe, it's like, you know, just come come here. Bring it. I I was at a party a couple weeks ago. I mean, I forgot who was DJing. I think Vashti was DJing. Fucking controller comes on. Fine ass. I'm not even going to say her name because, yeah, I'm just not. But she's fine as shit. I'm going to follow her on Twitter. Yeah, I'll show you her when we're when we're <laughs> off this. She's mean though. She, oh, she, she, she was on, no, I mean she look good. Like, oh, right. mean. that kind of mean. Both means are yeah. fine with me. Yeah, yeah, word. She was on the same balcony as me. I'm like, yo, come through. Like me and her had Pull history up. already, but. What I call the meanest dub. I didn't see no niggas in there catching dubs. And granted, and then, like, yo, you want to know why it's so bad? It's it's gotten so bad that if you catch a simple dub, everybody's phone is coming out and putting you on Snapchat because you're the only lit person. Nigga, in there. that's exactly what happened. I was like, yo, get your own dub, bro. My boy was next to me. He had his phone out. I think my homegirl was next to me. My boy is telling me that my homegirl was tight, and I'm like, my homegirl don't even like me like that. I'm catching this dub, like nigga, <laughs> nigga. Can- Controller is on right now. Controller is on. Why are you not dubbing? Why are you not catching this dub? I'm trying to catch all the bubbles in the world right now. Like what? I'm hitting her with the in the in the switch or what? <laughs> what is that? I no, alright, wait. When you dub, alright, when you pull up on something, first and foremost, the longest 1.5 seconds in your life is when she turns around to see if you're valid or not. Like you pull up on her and she look back mm-hmm. to see if you valid or not and that 1.5 seconds of whether she continues to dance or not dance is the longest time in the club that'll determine your fate right there bro the whole joint because if you get curved and other joints see you get curved you they are more likely to curve you as well that's a fact because I know that was the first dance I got that night and my stock went up after that dance because other girls were looking like oh she's killing your shit she's what what but you and I'm like, yeah, I'm Jamaican. I can handle this shit. We lit. <laughs> like we are Letitia. Like like we are good right now. But then when you catching the dub and she reached back and grabbed oh, the back of your neck. Oh nigga. 
Nigga. May I feel breed it? <laughs> Yo, I'm real <laughs> talk. Breed it. Real talk, bro. Like, <laughs> like I don't think I don't do think the reach be, back. If she do the reach back, or if she do or the, do the let one leg up. Yeah, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. You got that. All right. So I listened to one of your bumpers episodes about uh taking care of your skin mm-hmm. because women don't like men with rough hands and mm-hmm. like and non exfoliated and your neck. Talk about the importance of taking care of yourself while being in pursuit of women um well i'll say this taking care of yourself in general needs to happen first and foremost and especially if you're in a position that we're in where we're kind of sort of public figures and you were we're promoting ourselves and we essentially want people to buy into us and what we got going on presentation is everything even if i have an outfit on that people might think oh you look like a bum whatever whatever it's like man as long as my hair look good and my, it's put together my, right yeah, yeah if it's put together because I'm, I'm all about that grungy rock star shit and I can pull it off because right. that's my life. Like, that's what I do. Me too. Like my look, I've described as an actor in between films. Exactly. That's my <laughs> look. You know he got it, mm-hmm. but he relaxed right now. Exactly. Yeah. So, but in pursuit of women, it's very important because no woman, at least no woman that I know of, and at least you know from what my mom told me about dealing with women, a woman wants to deal with a guy whose toenails might cut you when you laying down. You know, whose hands are rough when they're trying to give you a massage or even just a, a simple, like, like hand women, holding. Women like strong hands, not rough hands. Those exactly. are not to be confused. Exactly. I always tell women in general, like, how I know anything about you is lit on a physicality level is how you give me a hug. If we get to that level, how you kiss and your hands. Just by looking at your hands. Not even, f- like, feeling them, but just by looking at your Yo, hands. Yo, we appreciate, uh, wait, what nail style? Let's talk about it because I, I like the, uh, uh, the stiletto nails. I do too. I like the stiletto nails. Uh, some people prefer the coffin. The I like the coffin shape. as well too. But me, I'm a stiletto nail guy. The like the sharp point joints. I like the coffin more, but the stilettos are cool Still, too. See, I'm, I'm I prefer stiletto over coffin. I feel you. I appreciate y'all, ladies. We pay attention. One one of the things that y'all don't understand, like as far as like a lot of women are like heavy on the makeup. Um, tutorials and all of that and mm-hmm. y'all think that men don't pay attention to these things i'm here to let you know that niggas do pay attention oh yes niggas, especially like me i pay attention i know if you got your eyebrows threaded or waxed mm-hmm. or like tweeds like i know the difference i know like the, the little bit of extra effort that you put into it is appreciated i'm not gonna say that niggas is not gonna fuck if you don't do these things <laughs> like because talk about they're it. going to they're gonna fuck mm-hmm. but regardless we do pay attention to the people who put in that little bit of extra effort mm-hmm. yeah, i'll yeah. say this like i mean i've had hair for a long time when it comes to hair i don't care if you got natural hair i don't care if you got weave i don't care if you wear a piece or a unit or whatever <laughs> word a like wig. i said we are hip like we we, we are know. hip we I, know i spent i used to work at a barbershop and i spent many times or many hours at hair salons you know whether my mom was getting her hair done or whether my hair was getting done so I know what's going on with women's hair. Not so me. so you can't come to me with a chopped weave. Like if your weave is chopped, I'm we, gonna we know. Like we know. You we feel know. me? When it's when your invisible part is looking real visible. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That shit is prevalent. Yo. <laughs> that shit is out here. Exactly. So I was watching something earlier today where women were kind of pretty much saying that the pressure that they feel to look good or mm-hmm. to look like Beyonce or whoever is put on them because of men. Mm-hmm. And that shit bothered me because I don't ever really tell any of the women I talk to like, yo, 
you need to look more like this. So you need to look more like this. Like, I fuck mm. with them. See, I feel you, but at the same time, it's not the pressure that we put on them directly. It's a, the pressure that we put on them by saying, yo, Beyonce looks so fire right here. Exactly. Or Rihanna looks so fire right here. Exactly. But the thing, is, the disconnect is just because I'm saying that Rihanna looks fire, I'm not telling you that you don't look fire in comparison. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that, like, I think you mad pretty too. I just, just said Rihanna's pretty. That has exactly. no, It's a completely isolated, unrelated statement as to how you look. Exactly. Because at, at the same time, you know how many times I'll hear a girl say something like, Oh, ASAP Rocky looks so cute. Or, or Chris Brown. And I'm just like, all right, okay. bitch, I'm fine too. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> I never take it as a, in a comparison. Exactly. Like, I don't want to look more like Chris Brown. I don't want to look more like, I don't know. ASAP Rocky, like yeah. I just no. do my thing. Exactly. If you like it, we lit. If you don't like it, Too. I'm lit. Yeah, I'm lit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's really what it is. But wait, was... wait, wait. That just brought me on a tangent. We have to drop a gem about insecurity. Yes, that, Insecur- that's kind of where I was going to. So insecurity is plaguing men. Like yes, tuck your tails, my nigga. Like mm-hmm. like y'all are out here being some bitch ass niggas, bro. Like y'all are insecure. Like have some confidence in yourself, and it'll bleed into everything else you do in life, bro. Like, but, but bro, I really figured it out, bro. These niggas have never had anybody to tell them anything uplifting to them, bro. Mm-hmm. Their parents, for whatever reason, may not have given them, you know, the speech about you are you. You know, you are pretty or you are attractive or you, you know what I mean? Like, handsome. Yeah, yeah. My mother called I'm, me handsome every day. My mother called me beautiful since I was a baby. So, right. So I'm sorry. Like, you know. There's I know, nothing I, you could tell me. My like, mom, at the end of the day, my mom think I'm handsome. Exactly. So like, no matter what happens throughout my day, I understand when I go home that my mom thinks I'm handsome. I talk to motherfuckers all the time. Like, I'm a pretty ass nigga and there's nothing you can tell me. <laughs> to make me believe otherwise. Yeah, you feel me? Like, my grandmother be trying to get on my ass and I'm like, nah. I'm still fine though. I'm yeah. still gonna look in this mirror. Yeah. I, this luxurious curl pattern that I got up here. <laughs> you feel me? Like, just... like, but but that's the thing. A lot of a lot of men and a lot of women too, but a lot of men especially haven't had that same uh, uplifting, you know, speech as a kid. You know, no one ever told them that they were handsome. No one ever told them like, yo, you are good enough. So. They go around feel like they got to scare women into dating them. You feel me? That's the reason why you got these niggas in the club who don't smile, who be screaming at their girlfriend all crazy. It's just like, bro, nah. None of these things happen if you're a confident person. Exactly. None like, of it does. None of it. None of, none of the like abuse that happens. Like Not even like on some like physical shit, so, yeah, but verbal. physical is a very extreme version of that insecurity all of this shit like the controlling behaviors like all of that shit stems from insecurity because when you are confident in yourself and know that your girl is gonna mess with you because you're you Mm -hmm. you're not worried about what she wearing to the club nope where the fuck you want to wear to the club have your titties out have your ass out yo you are fine exactly show that shit yeah do your thing if that's how you dress and that's what makes you feel good like that's how you like to look wear that shit because that don't change nothing you know how many times I've dropped a girl off to the club and be like, all right, I'm going to see you later. And then pull up 
to the club to have my own fun knowing I'm about to go home with her and still look at all the niggas that's trying to buy her drinks and shit like yeah I'm still fucking her after yeah, look, <laughs> thank you sir like you <laughs> like thank you for getting my bitch drunk appreciate now, you now I'm about to secure the yams appreciate you and thank you sir yeah thanks thanks thank you, you saved me a whole bill a whole driving. bunch of money <laughs> whole bunch of money like and that's the thing like bro like there's so many things that you don't have to worry about like when you're just yeah, cool your own skin exactly. like like I've got bro I've gotten into places knowing I've been wearing shit that I should not be in this building with but it's just like yo we fuck with him so much because he's comfortable in his own skin and he can do he does this he's ballsy enough to show up to this door with a bandana on looking like a fucking gangbanger from Cali we gonna let him in anyway right and it's just like thanks yeah. Cool. once you're like confident in yourself like that is the reason certain things happen for you like yeah. how many, I feel like you can relate to it because it's happened to me like something happens like or you do something and the only explanation for it is that's Craig yeah Craig does that yeah exactly and Co- that's Kobe Kobe does that and I, I test this theory out because being being up here I, I wasn't sure if certain things were happening because motherfuckers just knew me and they were just like yo he's Kobe we ain't gonna say shit to him you feel me mm-hmm. so I went to the city and tried to do a lot of the same shit I was doing out here still got away with it I'm like oh no I'm just that lit right <laughs> like, like even Texas when I was in Texas for South by I'm like alright we're gonna try the same shit we're just gonna you know swag it out same shit. I'm like, nah, I must really got it. <laughs> must really got the sauce. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it's that confidence, bro. It's that confidence, but it's also knowing when to pick your battles. Right. You know, for you real, you not you're not gonna win every battle. Every single battle. You not you take your L's in stride. Exactly. 2017. Take your L's in stride. Exactly. But don't accumulate too many L's. Either. Right. But take them in stride, though. Because <laughs> if you jump online and tweet about how you how you just took an L every time you take an L, we just gonna think you a loser, bro. <laughs> <laughs> take it, just take your L's in stride Keep striving And people don't celebrate their wins As hard as they criticize their losses bro Yo That's a and, fact bro Cause when you take an L You like I, I don't wanna take an L again And you get, you adjust Which you should do But when you win Celebrate Do a victory mm-hmm. lap Talk your shit bro Be Hell happy yeah. in your success People don't enjoy their successes man They and don't bro Do that shit Cause I, I do I, Oh hell yeah I'm, I'm all about that shit but I also like I put not penalties but I put myself in punishment sometimes especially like on the fashion shit if I know like alright I'm working on this collection and I want this to, to I want this shit to come out and be crazy I'm not having sex with no women right you feel me I'm not having sex I'm not fucking when that shit is done Oh, I'm turning Turn the up. fuck up. Turn up. The wrap up. Let's yeah. talk about what's coming up in Savage 17. Savage 17. Savage 17 is the wave, by the way. Yes, Everything is. is hashtag Savage 17. Yes. And I don't want to, like, commercialize it or make it corny by saying hashtag it, but fuck it. It's yeah. the wave. Hashtag it. Savage 17. Savage Everything. 17. Yes, sir. Uh, so what's coming up for me? We just dropped the uh, Christmas collection for the Black Tongue, Sixty Four Nights of Christmas. We're work. We're already working on the spring collection, so that's probably gonna come out in like February, March area. Mm-hmm. Um, we're by the way, on that Christmas collection, that butterfly flannel. Thank you. Is it a moth? Or- it's a moth. That was actually gonna be a turn her piece, but we liked it, and that goes back to what I'm saying. Like we certain things you like it for other brands. That right. was gonna be a turn her piece. Right. But I was like, yo. Nah, this is Black Tongue. Yeah. Savage 17. So, yeah, definitely, have, like, we're going stupid with the Black Tongue. Like, I feel like we, me and Toast, we really found our creative, like, groove. 
and we're about to go stupid. Like we really figured, and I think that's the reason why having all those different brands were were healthy for us because like we got to create under other names and put it out and just really get a feeling of what works for us. Not mm-hmm. even, not even, we don't, we really don't even care what the people like sometimes in that aspect. Right. It's just about what works for us. And now we're like, all right, so that's that. And that's that. Now we can figure out what we want the black tongue to be and jump towards that. And that's what seven, 16 was. And 17 is going to be just the fruition of all that work. Uh, one of the things that I, I would like to champion is the return of the black tongue snapback. The OG snapback. I talked to Toast. He said he's going to get a quote on that for you. Thank you. Um, I'm going to buy into this. I wear this hat all the time. It's a big feature on my Instagram. People always ask me where you get this hat from. And it's the black tongue hat. Uh, it's the we don't fuck with you hat. It's we, the, we, we called it the statement hat originally because it had the we don't fuck with you letters on the side and the 64, which are two mantras that we kind of, you know, encapsulate yeah you know we we definitely live by those mantras as far as the brand at least so yeah if we can I, if, I we, need if, that on if, the store. If, if we bring that back bro due to your diligence you got it bro thank you sir um so yeah 17 is definitely we're pushing the black tongue straight to the stratosphere um the turn her brand is gonna be definitely popping like a lot of people they saw the hoodie i'm wearing the hoodie right now a lot of people don't aren't really sure what to expect from the turn her brand and all I'm going to say is if, if you were a fan of like late 90s going into the early mid 2000s up to like 2006, if you were a fan of that whole like pop culture, hip hop shit, you're going to love what we're about to do. Swag. It's a different. It's, I'll say this. The Black Tongue is like Raph Simmons or like Rick Owens. Turn Her Brand is going to be more like Ice Cream and BBC. You okay. feel me? Like, like the Black Tongue, that's going to be dark. That's going to be gaudy. That's going to be straight jiggy shit. You know, a lot of rock star shit. And Turn Her Brand is still going to have a lot of rock uh, aesthetic to it. But it's going to be it's gonna be brighter. Yeah, more fun. Yeah, more fun. Definitely more fun. Because a lot of it is based off of, like, childhood m- memories. And, like, you know, it's based off of, like, definitely childhood memories and sex. So it's a lot yeah. of sexual innuendos in there. A lot of uh, just, man. Sexual energy. Yeah, exactly. When I get the hoodies, I package them myself and spray them down with female body spray. Nice. And most of the customers have all been women. So, you feel me? Even like the photo shoots that we're going to do. Bro, we're going to snap. Like 2017 is crazy. That's Savage that's, 17. Savage 17 is going down. Like, And that's just two things I named. Like, we, I still got artists that I'm working with. So, like, shouts to Ken Rosa. He's from Delaware. He's about to be like the next like fucking uh static major. Nice. You feel me? Like he's on some real like thugged out R and B rap shit. Shout out to Lil Baby Suplex. Yo, yes, shout out to Lil Baby Suplex. He's about to be like the next little bow wow. You feel me? Like he's coming from mad different angles. He's talking a lot of wrestling shit, but like his bars are up there. But it's definitely trap music still. Like he's showing you that trap niggas can rap, mm-hmm. and also that there is a wave coming from Albany because he's like one of the first Albany artists that like I'm fully behind. You feel me? Like there's still other artists I'm working with. Like shouts to Slim and shouts to Demi. Yo, and shout, shout out to Slim. Yeah, 
Slim is my guy, bro. That's my guy like, too. That his, new, new bitch. Yeah, that's my shit. Still my bro. Shit. He got some unreleased shit that he sent me, bro. Yo, shouts to Slim. Shouts like, to Slim. He's man. like all them, like them two fifty Glock star niggas. Like they gonna have a good year, bro. Yeah, like, just shout out to everybody that's really out here doing their thing. As far as like people think, there's no culture in Albany. There and, really uh, is. Like there's a lot of people like that's moving. Shout out to Cosmo Club. Yeah, yep. Shout out to uh, Wealth. Yeah. Shout out to Allure. Yes. Those are all fashion brands. So shout out to them doing their thing. Shout out to everybody that's writing, doing their blog shit. Shout out to everybody that's doing their music shit. Modeling. Modeling. Word. Oh, look! Be on the lookout. I'm I'm doing a Beauty and the Beats lookbook. Okay. Um, so it's gonna be me featuring some of the you know best models and photographers, and we're gonna do Beauty and the Beats. I like that. Yeah. So what? So what yeah, else yeah. I got? Be on the lookout for that lookbook. Seventeen, seventeen. What else I got? I'm definitely gonna try to. I'm. I want to get more into the uh, styling part of it. I haven't. I've done it, and I'm gonna keep doing it. But like, I'm really. I'm really trying to take that up more. So if anybody needs, you know, yeah, if you need styling, your, if you need your look, you know, if you if you need help with your look and you know branding and stuff, because like my big shit that that I've been doing a lot is Pinterest, like making Pinterest boards specifically for the different artists that I'm working with, you know? So that, you know, I'm, I might be giving up too much of a secret right here, but fuck it. Like, I'll share a gem with y'all. Like, I do that to help, like, with the promotion and branding and marketing of the different artists I'm working with. And, like, the funny thing is, like, I have some hidden brands of a lot of the pro-era artists I was working with and a lot of, like, the artists I was working with are cinematic. So it's just, like, that is a really big tool to help clarify and like concise your vision of compartmentalize. Exactly. There we go. Okay. SAT words. We out here. Damn. So yeah, like 17, 717 is going to be a whole lot of work and a whole lot of content creation and just making shit way more lit. Like I'm trying to take over like the way, the same way, the, the same way kids talk about Pharrell and Kanye. Like I'm trying to have them talk about me, Word. you know, like, the same way I talk about the people I looked up to, like, when in 25 years from now... when The crazy thing is some people already look up to you like that. We're just going to make it on the macro level instead of... Yeah, 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 and yeah, definitely. There's kids that definitely... And I, and I feel it and I respect that, but I want more kids. Like, they, they know me. You right. feel me? I need kids who don't even know me from, like, Wichita, Kansas... To, to to the red states. You feel what I'm saying? The states that voted for Trump. Yeah, we need to, we need uh the one the the black people in those areas and the cool the hip yeah, white kids yeah, like cool, all the, the hip white kids out there. As black. long as you hip, we cool. Yeah, hell yeah. And so we need we need people who's on Tumblr all day, Twitter. That's a fact. And if you if you like cool shit, then come fuck with us because we got some cool shit going on. Exactly, it's about to be a good ass year, bro. Like. I'm telling you, like we gonna we gonna look back at it and we gonna listen back to this and we gonna be like, yo, all that shit we talked about was dead ass true. We were on it, you feel me? So Savage Seventeen, like it's about to be lit. And I hope if you're listening to this, like you have your plan or you just have your vision of what you want your yourself and your life to look like at the end of the year and just jump towards it because we're all about to do that and it's about to be beautiful yeah and like one of the things that we believe in especially is that if our light shines it doesn't take away from anybody else's light exactly you know what i'm saying like i want to shine kobe wants to shine we all want you to shine straight up like let's get to it my nigga like Like, i'm not 
I'm not playing. Like I'm, I haven't even told you some of the situations I'm getting myself into I once you. I get back to the city, bro. I like it's about to get lit. It's about to get really lit. Well, shit. With that being said, yes. I want to thank you for having you on the show, yo. Man. Hype Life Radio. Hype Life. Me? You feel me? It's your boy Kobe. Turn her kill. Turn her kill. Turn her triple X. And you're truly the hypest DJ. Period. DJ T G I F. We out. Yes, sir. All my life, hold my head Bless these sands, they keep me fed I'm balling on them, come catch a game We never switched up when that pressure came oh Story started on a bad note, but I sure hope it end well They hyping me up like the last hope I'm lucky I ain't in jail Been the same nigga since I left home Know a couple cons and the rest pros I'ma shine on them like my flesh go When she fall through I get the neck bones and the mouth Now I get paid when I send that invoice It's some bad bitches I could pinpoint Niggas mad that they bout to get left behind Try to bring them with me that was his choice I'ma go mode with this everyday Cause I need some gold on that Prezi face Know these niggas hate I'm in a better space Got me cutting records just to set them straight Now we made it but look at they faces These niggas think that they know us But we ain't see them boys in ages These bitches is flagrant But look at they faces These girls will tell me they love me But we ain't see them hoes in ages All my life Hold my head Bless these sands They keep me fed I'm balling on them Come catch a game We never switched up When that pressure came Oh my god My nigga B. Tory said he ain't impressed with these niggas Well shit I ain't either Y'all don't say nothing and that's what my niggas will say if the team gets subpoenaed Damn. Bring it to the crib and have that pussy talking to me like her name's Sabrina Damn. Just cause I'm new to you don't think I'm new to this It's just a bigger arena yeah. You only ring on my line yeah. Whenever that shit is convenient yeah. So don't hold your breath and you throw me the pussy There's never a time when I need it yeah. I ain't got a tie, really I just need a girl that these hoes can't compete with So I can put her in that LaPerla lingerie And it's never no secrets, we made it but look at they faces. Look at they faces. These niggas think that they know us, but we ain't see them boys in ages. These bitches is flagrant. Just look at they faces. These girls will tell me they love me, but we ain't see them hoes in ages. All my life, hold my head. Bless these sands, they keep me fed. I'm balling on them, come catch a game. We never switched up. Most my niggas flipping bands, they got them scripts to fill Couple models, we been crossing off, that list is real And she shining like my rollie, that's that wrist appeal Getting everything I wanted, that's that Christmas feel Make some resolutions, I gotta keep Your whole movement, we been watching the leaks You dab a nigga and stab him in the bank These trapped niggas can't even keep the peace Don't take advice if it came from the bleachers Since you watch, you know you caught that release I'm just out here trying to work on the farm So I can watch the game for way better seats Got the car, now I'm headed to France Didn't even get to see my advance Been too cold for these bitches to hold I be burning bridges if I reach out again Ain't got the time to take to give a fuck Half of these rappers I had sent ducks I'm counting money, but as far as that go If it ain't a ritual, I ain't rich enough Pray for me